Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm your guide into healing codependency. So we help you stop fixing yourself, help you start loving yourself so you can go out and create a life you enjoy. Today we're going to be talking about the experience of why we feel so lost without a relationship, without a significant other in our world, because there's a deep and powerful thing happening there. So I'm going to, we're going to talk about why that happens and what to do about it. Now, before we get started, I want to mention the Codependency Healing or the Healing Your Codependency community on Facebook. If you're looking for additional tools, guidance, and support in healing your codependency, come join us there. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, hit that like button. And guys, let me know your thoughts and experience of today's video in the comments below. Uh, let's jump in here. So in codependency, one of the things codependency has us do is orient ourselves around other people's world. So we center them in our world. Their thoughts, their feelings, their wants, their needs become the center of our focus. This is one reason why narcissistic brains and codependent brains attract each other. The narcissistic brain says, I want to be the center of the world. The codependent brain's like, yes, I'll make you the center of my world. And then the narcissistic brain gets what it wants, gets the supply that's going on there. That's, that's one of those secret reasons why that attraction happens. Now, this happens, the, this centering of others in our world happens because we had to do that to survive. We had to, be, we had to draw close to the individual in order to regulate their emotions, sense what's going on, and then take responsibility for what they were doing because a lot of times they told us we were responsible for what they were feeling, thinking, and doing. So I had to basically absorb their world into the center of our world. And to do that, we had to displace ourselves. We had to start ignoring what we felt, what we thought, what we needed, our own perspectives, our own senses, our own responses and reactions to our world. And sometimes, if it's similar to my own experience, if you've gone through this, when you did center yourself in your own world, you got punished, you got shamed, you got told you were selfish, you got told that you were bad or sinful, and you were then motivated through fear and through pressure and punishment to center them back in your world. So this is why it's happening. We were not safe enough to know ourselves. We were not safe enough to prioritize ourselves. We were not safe enough to advocate for our needs and wants because we didn't think that we'd ever even get those things. We were just doing what we thought was necessary in hopes that something would return to us from that, that person that we were interacting with, whether it was a parent or a peer or a significant other. This is why we feel so lost when we don't have a relationship. is because the relationship was the center of our universe. It was the thing that we orbited. And when it's gone, then we don't know what to orbit. We don't know what to do. Because we're not orbiting our own sun at that point. We're orbiting someone else's sun. So the work here is to start orbiting our own sun. And that really means we have to center ourselves in our life. And, what, and that shows up as, hey, what are my thoughts on this thing? What am I sensing about it? What do I feel about it? What do I want here? What do I don't want? And it's not an analytical thing alone, but it's actually a somatic experience where we're sensing into how things feel for us. Do we have a desire towards the thing? Do we have a repulsion towards it? Are we a bit of both? Do we have a maybe in there? Are we confused? 
What's going on in there for us? This is how we start to know ourselves. So the what to do about this is really about coming to center ourselves in our own life. How we initially do this, we're going to have some really specific kinds of responses. For many of us, it's going to be a big question. We're like, I don't know what this means. Who am I without this person? It's a big, empty, lonely, scary place. Some of us, there will be shame. There will be guilt. There will be condemnation. Come up because we are, our brain is going, hey, this is what's going to happen to us if we keep doing this. It's warning us about that. And it's also telling us what we should be doing. Hey, the rules say we can't do that. We have to do this. If we're going to be worthy, if we're going to be lovable, if we're going to be the good boy or the good girl, we have to do this. If we're going to be the good person, and it doesn't have to be gendered, just got to be, we, got, we have to do this thing, right? This is where we, this is where we're actually starting to know ourselves. So that big unknown question shame, fear, guilt, those things that start to arise are our first step in knowing ourselves. Because the unknown becomes known by exploring it, by leaning into it, by seeing how it feels and what we start to notice about it. My own journey in this, this is, I, the shame, fear, and guilt were the first thing that showed up. And that was my first part of knowing myself. It's like, oh, I was taught to fear knowing myself. I was taught to feel bad and selfish for prioritizing me first in my life. Now let me start to understand the experience of being parentified because I was made the parent of the parent for my stepmother and father. I was to regulate their relationship, their emotions, their needs, and they could go off and do whatever they wanted. And when I needed something, I was selfish and bad. Help me start to understand my lived experience right there that the feelings of shame, guilt, and fear, and numbness and not knowing myself were a product of what I'd lived through, not a result of a flaw in me. And this is a crucial thing to understand. In unhealthy, narcissistic, um, controlling, or obedience, authoritarian-based systems or, or families or relationships, they undermine trust in our emotions in our lived experience they tell us we're too much too little they tell us that these feelings nobody else feels what's wrong with you they vilify our emotional states and our experiences because i they have to do that in order to keep control so the way we restore our own sovereignty is to begin believing these things are uh, valid and real they're legitimate and they're giving us important information about ourselves so when I started to understand that my emotional experiences I was feeling while centering myself were a product of what I went through, I started to, to actually be able to detect my own emotional perspective on things and start caring for it. I was able to acknowledge it. I was able to treat it as valid and real. And I was able to be with it in a way that brought comfort, that brought soothing to it, and it's helped me expand more into myself. So when you start centering yourself in your life, you're going to have some of these responses show up. The work here is to acknowledge them and then sense into them, lean into them. What else am I aware of here that's coming up for me? This is how we start to know ourselves. It's also how we start to detect what we want to create in our life. How do we want our life to function? Uh, what do we want? on, Like in our house, what would the color of the walls be? How would I arrange my furniture? What kind of music would I be doing? What would my routines look like? 
We can start really basic on those things. I did. I started on clothing. Like, what do I like to wear? What feels good to me? Um, what does my body like? What what does um, looks good for me? And I started to explore that, spend some time and money on that to get a sense of that. And then that helped me detect and get more attuned to the environment and the way I like it to work, the way it feels for me, the way it looks for me. And I'm still doing it. I'm I'm always exploring what I like and what I don't and refining that. This is how we exit that feeling of being lost without a relationship because now we're not orbiting someone else's sun. We're orbiting our own sun. So when we move into and out of relationship, we're not lost anymore. We have our own orientation. And this orientation goes into the relationship with us. So now we have two solar systems interacting with each other and then we get to know each other's solar systems rather than I give up my solar system for your solar system and lose myself. So let me know your thoughts on this in the comments below and your experience with feeling lost without a relationship. I'm going to give you a tool to start with. I like the what shifts questions with this. So the question with this would be, what shifts if you trust just a bit that it is okay to center yourself in your own life? Let's see what comes up for you there. Now, would you like more help in this? Would you like to get more guidance in understanding yourself, feeling safer to know yourself, being able to trust yourself, access your own power, be able to detect safe people and connect with them? If so, come join me for the Essential Codependency Healing Trainings. We start in six days. So registration closes this coming Saturday. Classes start on Sunday at 12 p.m. This is the March 2023 start date. And I'm going to lead you through understanding eight specific factors for helping you heal and become free of codependency. Then you're going to get the skills and the practices with those understandings so you can implement them into your life and actually experience more peace, relief, and freedom from codependency. Those eight, eight, eight factors are safety, sanity, sovereignty, your personal power, knowing, loving, and being who you are, and then detecting safe people and building resources. So that's what we're going to be focusing on that. It's the foundation course of all my work, and it's the introduction to the more advanced work we do in the codependency healing system. So uh, details on this, we start March 12th, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Recordings will be released later that day. You get lifetime access to the recordings and the live classes. You get a printable PDF guide for the coursework that gives you the homework, your practices, so you make those changes. You get lifetime support via email and my secure online student community. So come join us. And let's break you free of your codependency so you can experience that freedom, that peace, that relief you've been seeking for so long. So the link is above on Facebook, but on YouTube it's on my webpage at freethesell.com if you're listening via podcast. Thank you, my friends, for being here. Thank you for supporting me in this work. Let me know again your thoughts and experiences of this episode, and I'll see you in our next one. Bye-bye.